Hey everybody and welcome to the latest episode of Between Two Couches. I'm joined by Mr. Sean Brown, fresh off his Ashgabat 2018 IWF Worlds experience. So, Sean, Worlds. What an experience, yeah. <clears throat> it was in Turkmenistan, Ashgabat, Turkmenistan. For anyone who doesn't know where that is. <laughs> Popular it's, holiday destination, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, between Iran and uh, Afghanistan and Uzbekistan over there in that part of the world. Um, yeah, really, really great experience. A lot of, got a lot of positives. Um, performance wasn't as, as good as I'd hoped, um, the lifting side of things, but all in all, we got a total and we're off to... Uh, off, off the mark for our, our bid for the Olympics for Tokyo 2020 so okay so let's explain to people is that how does one qualify for Worlds in the first place or how did you qualify for Worlds in the first place so um, this year was a little different because they changed the weight classes but usually the way it is is there's a qualifying standard you have to hit um, in your weight category um, and you have to, there's a minimum standard you have to get to in order to then um, qualify for the, the, the championships just hitting the qualifying standard is not enough. Your, na your national governing body, so Weightlifted Ireland is for us, and um, they then have to approve your selection for the competition, and then you go. So this year, the World Championships, um, and last year, the last two World Championships, I've been the only Irish athlete who's qualified and has competed. Oh, cool. So what was the goal, and how did the competition go? So the goal was um, a 3.30 total. Uh, 150, 180, so 150 snatch, 180 clean jerk. And That's kilograms. <coughs> yeah, not pounds. All the American guys out there. <laughs> um, hey, Julie. <laughs> so, how did it go? We totaled 305, so substantially less than the 330 total. Um, disappointed with the performance, but under circumstances, taking on the chain and learning from it. Um, yeah. I forget what you even asked me. <laughs> what did I want to do? I wanted to snatch 150 and change up an alien. It didn't happen. Okay, so why didn't it happen? Because, like, magic, right? It should just happen, yeah? Yeah, it should just happen. Um, well, the prep for this competition, like, our, our preparation for us was, I thought, was almost perfect. I was in the, I mean, I was in the best shape still am of my career. Um, strong as I've ever been. Lighter body weight as well. I've come down from 85 to 81 with the new calorie changes. Um, strongest ever been and uh, just the schedule the scheduling the travel just didn't go to our favour I was due to lift on the Monday the 6th um, and then the final entry was decided two weeks before the competition last minute entries bit of shuffling and I ended up lifting on the Sunday so I arrived in Turkmenistan at 5am Saturday morning um, and, and then I was due to lift at 8am the following Sunday, so less, just over 24 hours in the country. Um, didn't do, didn't do us any favors in relation to climatizing, um, and I was also <coughs> traveling. I was constipated and retaining and retaining water. <coughs> sorry, um, so at 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon, I was 81.9 kilos on the scale, and I needed to be under 81 Sunday morning at 6 a.m. So I had to, I was able eating nothing to starve myself to a degree. Um, and I had to go to the sauna, which is something I'd never done before. This is the first kind of real weight cut I've ever had to do. 
because I was always in light 85 when that weight class was being used. I went to the sauna, which was horrendous. The sauna was about 85 degrees Celsius, and there was like five Chinese little fuckers in there. <laughs> and they were just, they were just horse and water on the sauna, because they were overweight as well. And I was, there, I was in there, and I was dying. And, <laughs> and the door was locked. I had to stay in there for 10 minutes at a time. I did 18 minutes total, and... I went in 81.9, and by the time the sauna was finished, I was 81.2. Right. So, so I lost a substantial bit of water weight, and that's fine. A horrible bit of... Uh, yeah, yeah, and I cursed those Chinese men forever. <laughs> <laughs> a little a little backstory I'll fill in our, our viewers is that years and years ago, Sean lifted... Um, the weight categories used to be 85 kilos and 77, and Sean lifted one day, I want to say 79 and a half, or something like that. And I said to Sean, said, you could lift, you know, with a bit of cutting, you could lift as a 77. Sean, without telling me, went and ate Ben and Jerry's every day for six months to make sure he got up to 86 and would have to cut for 85. <laughs> so he didn't have to cut. Um, and he didn't tell me until much, much later, you know. He was just like, I don't know, lad. I just think I'm putting on muscle. <laughs> so years later, when the weight categories came down, um, I guess poetic, poetic justice of that. <laughs> yeah. Right, two okay. Ben and Jerry's a week. That was so. Going back, going back, we were happy with the training. What separates your training from a lot of other lifters? Why do you think it worked as well? Well, I mean, the first thing for me was to be. This is the first training phase that I've actually been able to train consistently for a prolonged period of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've talked about my European seniors training for twenty seventeen, where I basically had six weeks training leading up to it because we had our first child and we were in America and there was a lot of other added stresses in my life at the time but this training block I, I trained six days a week I looked after my recovery um, and it, I've been able to commit a lot of time to it um, and because of that I've, I've put myself in the best chance opportunity or best place to, to hit those big numbers and hit those totals um, from someone from someone else's perspective I mean I mean, I have the support from you guys and the, the gym here. So, like, I, um, you guys giving me the, the opportunity to have some allocated time throughout the day to train yeah. and prioritize. I mean, you're you're as committed to my goals as I am, and we we get our work done, and obviously in day to life, but we also prioritize that I have to get my training in, um, which has also helped me stay accountable for it as well. Because like when I was in America, we were working remotely, um, I might text you and like. Didn't get any training today, Carl. And you were like, fucking wasted. <laughs> you know? Um, Can I do my snatches? No. <laughs> Did my snatches. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, from my perspective, I've, I've had the best training phase, phase I've ever had. So I'm very pleased with that now. Cool. Okay. So the plan was 142, 146, 150. Mm -hmm. And then Harry made the call to open at 138. Mm -hmm. Why is that important that it was more important to get a total than... Go for go for broke. Why is that important in the in the grand scheme of things? So it's it's massively important because of the the new selection, the new qualification process for Tokyo for Olympics. So they've changed the whole um, process. It used to be a case of um, you needed to send a team to these international competitions, and your team would accumulate points. Yeah. Uh, it's now come down to an individual stage. So I can qualify for Tokyo myself, and this was the first of six qualifying events. So from, from now, World Championship November 
2017 or 18 sorry until uh, April 2020 you have to lift in six internationals um, to accumulate points just the first one so that's why it was really important to get um, a score on the board get a total and accumulate some points so we can build from here but that's why the the guy Harry made the decision with Colin to lower the total get get a number on the board and build from there um, and also the circumstances with the travel the sauna trying to cut weight being in the country 24 hours before lifting that all paid in that all played a factor in why we kind of changed the plan I wasn't happy with it but I just I, I knew that the bigger the bigger goal I, I let my ego sit back and be like just hit, hit a good lift get a one on the mark also redemption for me last year if anyone's been following my journey yeah <laughs> last year's world championships I snatched 145 and I bombed the three jerks I got no top so uh, that was also in the back of my mind and because of the qualifying procedures a total was number one power that we got which we did get and ah. 305 is 305 is only 9 kilos off my best total yeah. so it's not like it's a terrible lifting day from where we wanted from what we had expectations it wasn't wasn't what we wanted to get but having said that you have gone from ranked 92nd in the world to ranked 36th in the world now so that is true that's pretty dope you're top 20 you're top 37th in the world now yeah <laughs> top in, in the top 37 yeah you are. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah which is yeah I mean, I'm very pleased with that, but I know there's, I know, from my, I'm hard, I'm hard on myself, I know there's more, there's more in the tank, you know. So speaking of more in the tank, you get a bit of grub in, you shake off the competition, you have a good sleep, yeah, a bit so, of scram, as you're going to say, yeah. what did you do the next day in the training hall? So I lifted on the Sunday, put that to bed, um, Monday I, I coached in the morning, um, first international time, first time coaching at an international competition, which was fantastic, I coached Beata Young, Hungarian uh, lifter. 64 class and then I went to the training hall and uh, redeemed myself and I followed the plan that we were going to do I went 42 46 and I snatched 150 kilos which was a 5 kilo PB which was the plan so um, that kind of put me put me at ease and I was like well because I, I mean we knew I was in great shape and I had the capacity to do that and obviously I was very frustrated after the Sunday's lifting it was nice to go in on the Monday and show all the people who have been following and supporting me that it wasn't wasted, you know, the work that we put in wasn't it wasn't wasted like the numbers there. Just a bad day in the summer. Just this the that's what it's international competitions is about. There's more than just doing the squats and doing the training, it's the body weight, the travel, all those different things that people don't necessarily know, I suppose. But also Sweet t-shirts though. Yeah, they cost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like two dollars. The, the exchange rate, the, the manat was ridiculous. I say. So we got, I got a few t-shirts for boys. We'll wrap that up. Sean, thanks for sharing the story because I know you'd like to coming in here telling the story of your 150, 180, which I'm sure we will in a couple of 22 weeks time after Euros. Yeah, so the next yeah. one is European Seniors in April, yeah, in yeah. Georgia. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of things that we can and Sean, if I was an aspiring weightlifter and wanted to get involved with weightlifting, how could I start with the CFI Weightlifting Club? Well, I mean, the first thing to do is to 
reach out to us, drop us an email, Sean across with Ireland.ie, or call us or message on Facebook, and you can come in and try a, a different class for free. Try it out, see what you think. If you want to train with us in-house, if you want to train with us remotely, um, we offer online programming, I do, and you can follow the team programming or it can be specific for you. Again, just reach out, email me, or shoot me a text. Facebook. Even if I've never lifted before, I could. I could yeah, I there's no, uh, there's no entry requirements. Anyone could do it. Got people. I've coached kids from eleven years of age to coaching my mother, who's or my father, who's sixty-three. So there's the spectrum. My dad took it up three months ago. So there's no. Uh, you want to get into it? Just start now. It's for everyone. Weightlifting for life. Awesome. Guys, that's uh, the latest episode of Between Two Couches. I'd like to thank Sam behind the camera, all right, and Derek, who's giggling in the office. <laughs> and Julie, who sat patiently through that whole thing before her personal training session. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks, guys.